Mike and I both strongly feel that squirt is 99.999% urine and that people that claim it is some other mysterious fluid are obviously wrong. They have done MRIs and CAT scans on the human body. We can see (laughs) there is not a reservoir that holds another fluid. Hello, and welcome to Your Mileage May Vary. We talk about sex and relationships with frankness that is often controversial, but mostly in good faith. We've collated an exciting list of sexy topics to cover today, including a partner's mysterious motives behind penis grabbing, talking on the phone during sex, kissing after blowjobs, and more. And Keith, (laughs) my co-host is Mike. And Mike, I've come to learn that your record of perfect dentistry, a huge part of your personal identity, has come to an end. I'm, I'm sorry, man. I don't think you should go that far with the, with the, <laughs> the critique, but it's nice. Uh, yeah, no, I, I didn't have a cavity, but uh, they, the dentist suggested I get an area above an area of gum recession, some, mm. some, some material added to the tooth there so that some... I didn't later wind up with a cavity. Some material. What what material would this be? I, I think. I mean, I I I don't know what he was doing with his hand <laughs> in his pants while he's producing it. Okay. Uh, by the way, I, I should say. Um, oh gosh, my dentist doesn't listen to this, and I don't think he will. Uh, he's a smallish Asian man, maybe in his forties, who l- loves video games. I think he might be an incel. I think it's not impossible that my dentist is actually an incel. Huh. He told me that. I'll get back to exactly what he did, but he told me okay. today that if someone mistreats him in a video game online, he was acting as if he was joking, but I don't think he was, that he could, even if they were in a different country, get their IP address and SWAT them. Wow. That is, send a SWAT SWAT team to their house? Yes. Yeah. So um, that's mostly done against streamers. So if somebody has a popular stream on Twitch, you can call the police and send them to their house. They call it swatting. And okay. there's a famous example years ago where I think the streamer actually got killed. Um, you say that on, there's some on, sort of- On air? I believe so. Yeah. You say there's some oh sort of Lord. domestic abuse going on and then you know they just burst down the door and- <laughs> I mean, setting aside, all, ex- setting aside all, all moral, legal, ethical guidelines here, if you were the kind of incel watching that stream, the person said something to tick you off. Like, let's say they said the wrong thing about Ukraine or whatever. Yeah. You get mad. You get an argument. You swat them. And then on their video, you get to watch them be killed. I mean, it must be pretty cool. Ultimately, I know. Right. You're like, look, I, I, know. I actually killed you. I did it. It's really bad feedback. That's <laughs> <laughs> like, Jesus. Um, yeah. So anyway, so the thing that this guy did is he, it's, it, he did not have to drill or even add any anesthetic to my gums. It was simply putting mm. something over the top. And it's not metal. It's like some sort of, you know, composite material over the top of the tooth. So, it, yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm not sure. Yeah, it's it's borderline. I can still chew tinfoil. That's good. Uh, I mean, okay, for starters, most filling material for cavities these days is not metal anymore. They use some sort of like composite enamel. So he told thing. me. He told yeah. me that after telling me that in Street Fighter he's moved on from liking Chun Li to Cami. He okay. likes Cami now. So I think that reference is about twenty five years old. No, Actually, no. He told me he plays thirty five years Street old. <laughs> I, yes, but he told me he plays Street Fighter Six, which apparently oh. is a current game. Yes, I don't know anything about it. In fact, the latest Street Fighter, which apparently is Six, I think got fairly good reviews. Okay. So uh, then, oh, he one other mistake, weird thing he said is he was in the middle of doing this work and he told me that he's been 
uh, sort of it's bummed him out how much his dexterity has decreased over the years. And then I was like, mm. look, man, like you shouldn't say that to somebody in the middle of doing a <laughs> right. dentistry on them. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, I actually yeah. said that to him. And he said, he said, oh, dentistry is totally different. I was like, if you say so, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah. Sounds <laughs> kind of related. He's got like <laughs> Parkinson's rattling around in your mouth. It's like, okay, <laughs> this is this is it great. Uh, okay. I was giving you a hard time about this earlier, but I think in spirit, you still have not had a cavity. Actually, yeah, technically, this a, you still haven't had a cavity. No, I haven't. And this was a totally optional thing. He just said, he just said, like, look, uh, he, yeah, if you do this, then you won't have uh, any, it'll stop uh, the the root from being exposed and, like, might decrease, like, cold sensitivity. Okay. All right. I think it, it. at dinner parties, you can still proudly say yeah. you've never had a cavity and watch the people in the room ooh and ah at your at yes. strong health. Yes. Okay. Thank you. So you're welcome. Uh, all right. What else do you have for us? So I have this uh, this TikTok person that I follow. It's a woman, and, and you saw a picture of her. Why don't you? I'll put her back up here on the screen, and you can describe maybe for our listeners, particularly our listeners in Tennessee, what you think <laughs> she looks like. Uh, what I mean, describe this is a her for? young blonde lady, so young that she still has some like baby fat on on her cheeks. Uh, I would describe this person as uh, quite attractive. Score out of ten. Hmm. Like nine. Yeah, I was going to say eight and a half, and then I was I was pausing because I didn't. That, that felt like too specific. She's between an eight and nine. Okay, great. I wouldn't have. Uh, of course, if somebody said she was a nine. You don't see her whole body, but um, let's see. There is a bikini picture. Maybe this will help you. Here is the bikini picture. I can put oh, okay. that. If I remember, I'll put uh, this woman's uh, TikTok profile up in the show notes so people can see who we're talking about. Yeah, I mean, I'm a little bit hesitant to say here because I want to say nine, but. She appears to be quite young, and I'm worried that if she's like 19 okay. or something, okay. people are, I'm going to get, you know, canceled. Okay. Uh, so I don't know what her age is. She does have a Cash App, uh, uh, <laughs> cash app account posted on here. So that's kind of her. She, yeah, she I'm has just um, so thirsty. I could just send her money in the hopes that she'll like. Have you used Cash App? When you use, when you send somebody money, they can respond to the, uh, to the send. So I wonder if people With just what? sent. You can just put a note like "thank you" or respond with an emoji or whatever, uh, or send a wonder, picture of your vagina. I don't know if you can send pictures as responses okay. to things on Cash App. Okay, but the point is, I you know, I bet some men just sent her cash in the hopes that she'll like at least feign interest. Oh my god! Oh my word! Pretty yeah, attractive, this is, right? This is a nine. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh my. Uh, I'm I'm sort of not sure what separates her from a ten for you, but okay. So her main thing, her name is Trinity. Trinity. I mean, her stage name. Her, who knows her what quote unquote name. Yeah. What she does is she does what she calls loyalty tests. Now, actually, the the audio I want to play is a little different from that, but I just want to sort of tee up who this person is. She does loyalty tests. So what that means what that mean? is that insecure women, girls. She's. I think she is over eighteen. But insecure <laughs> girls and women will. Great have her message their boyfriends on social media and see if they'll remain loyal to the woman. Oh my. And so she will do these videos where she describes what happened in the loyalty test. And I don't, maybe once I've heard her do one. Uh -huh. I mean, she has hundreds of them in here. I think I've once heard one where the guy turned her down. Right. Um, but basically what always happens is she sends the guy a message. She says something like, Oh, you know, I love this picture. You look, I mean, which first of all, 
if you get a message from someone that looks like this saying, hey, I mean, I don't know what lives these young men are living, but if I got a message like that at any age from this woman, I would think this is a person in Pakistan who's coming right. to, to rape me or something. Yes. Not right. Or a bot. Sure. It's, it's this is chat GPT. It's become sentient. I would I've not. Told, no. I've been told that you can use Instagram. It's like the number one dating app. I don't, that hasn't been my experience. Like I've tried sliding into people's DMs, like probably only three or four times. So to be fair, like maybe I need to be shotgunning out more, but on the inbound side, I do occasionally get messages from attractive people, but uh, 49 out of 50 times, it's just some sort of scam. So now I, I mostly just block sometimes if the account looks very legit, like they have a lot of followers and they're not following a lot of people. Um, and another thing you need to look for is on their posts, are they getting a lot of likes and messages because you can buy followers, um, Mm -hmm. but you can't buy social interactions. Well, you can buy that too, but it's much more expensive. So there are signs that an account can be legit, but I don't think I've ever had an inbound DM from somebody who was attractive and legitimate. It might okay. be literally zero. Anyway, yes, you're right. I would be suspicious. So that these men aren't already kind of shows that they're morons. Uh, yeah, or or they're having some experience that I don't understand. Typically on these apps, but I, I my, my prior is definitely that they're just stupid. Yes. Um. So anyway, she describes, and of course she gives the evidence. I think she may charge for these loyalty tests. That may be part of what she it does. Takes her some money, time is, to do. Yeah. But it's clever. I mean, uh, to do that, it's a little like that. There's that app where you can have a celebrity record a message to somebody. I forget what it's called. Cameo. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, cameo. It's a little like that, right? I mean, you're basically paying a super attractive person to do this thing that only a super attractive person can really do. Although, well, anyway, you could have a less attractive person do it, but what's the fun in that? Did you know that George Santos has made hundreds of thousands of dollars on cameo? That makes sense. (laughs) It's sort of funny that like he scandalized himself and now he has actually carved out like a way to make money. I mean, I think he has to go to prison. But yeah, that's, that's kind rough. of a bummer. But all right. Anyway, continue. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, she, yeah. So she does these loyalty tests. She she kind of plays back or she says back the things that happen and shows the text messages with okay. blacking out uh, what happens. And it's always, essentially, it always is the guy is very interested, immediately responds positively and wants yeah. to, you know, friend her, follow her, whatever, and then meet up with him. And then she blocks him. And then she tells his girlfriend, I don't really understand why somebody would hire this woman to do a loyalty test because I'm here to tell you that even very happy coupled men would, would at least be curious unless so really it's more of an IQ test, right? So it's like, you should know that it's either a scam. It's a scam of some kind. It's a loyalty test or a scam. But if a guy's stupid He's going to, and doesn't catch that part of it, he's going to respond positively because we're programmed to respond positively to people that look like this, right? Yeah. I mean, even, you know, Blake Lively is, right? Yes. Okay. So Ryan Reynolds is her husband. Like, even Ryan Reynolds, if approached by this woman, I think would respond positively. Like, it's just not realistic for someone, for a man approached by a woman like that to reflexively be like, I'm married. Like, that's just not how men operate. And if that is your line for like when your man has cheated. Now, a a much more interesting question is 
if this played out further, if she was like, hey, uh, let would, you know, do you want to take me out to dinner? That I think a woman might actually have cause to be upset at her partner about. But responding, uh, you know, positively and flirting with, you know, a babe like her, I, I don't think if that's your line for a crime, then almost every man is is a criminal. I don't. Yeah, right. Uh, I, I don't think uh, I don't think that. I think it would be, I think the only way a guy would just reject someone like this would be if all of his sexual needs were being met, like comprehensively. And he was, you know, very, very happy with his partner. He felt like it was a good match. Any chink in the armor, meaning like even if you just had an argument or you've had a bad two yeah. weeks, <laughs> this person yeah. is going to be attractive enough. Okay. So yeah. I, I, I'm, I now feel like we've successfully given her seven additional middle-aged men, male followers from our show. <laughs> and we'll go over there. But I, but this is actually something different she's doing here. Here she's playing, and maybe I'll just play the audio because she, she immediately sort of says what's happening. And you can also get, I want people to notice, I'm going to just hold it up to the microphone here in a second. I want people to notice her sort of like steely sounding voice, the voice of just like a female stone cold killer. Like this woman, <laughs> this woman knows she's super attractive. Right. She just has like this flat affect. Yeah, I mean, she's this is this is the female version of like a a, a mafia killer person. It's like an assassin. Right? Yeah. yeah, she is. She's she's a female assassin. Okay, let's listen. Called so crazy for this, but I don't even care because I have a whole list on my phone of everything to check when you're going through your man's phone. And please don't even start with the, oh my gosh, if you have to look through your man's phone, like then you guys shouldn't <laughs> be together because you don't trust him, like. Just shut up so discord there's like so many different chats they can have in there um always go That's to smart. like the ones with their boys um see what they're sending their screen time it tells you like all the apps that they're on and what they're spending most of their time on so like smart if say they had like a dating app they can like take it off their home screen and then you go to their screen time and you can see that it's on there and if they're using it okay reddit history most people don't know that you can literally see they're recently viewed on Reddit. So Fuck. if they're looking at a lot of bad stuff on there, because there's a lot of bad things on there, you can see it on there. And when he gaslights you and is like, oh, that was, it says like on the <laughs> timeline thing 365 days ago. No, he recently viewed it. That's when it was posted. Snapchat, wow. obviously, messages, photos. You can download his history, but I'm pretty sure you have to have like his email. So get his email. Instagram history, their DMs, what they're looking up, what they're saving, liking, commenting on, messages, obviously, notes. A lot of people put stuff in their notes that you would never even think. Okay. Photos, obviously, a lot of guys have old, like, nude pictures of people and, like, just nasty stuff on their photos. They'll screenshot random girls' Instagrams and random girls, and they're just weird. Cash app. You can see if a guy is paying for OF cash on app, their is. cash app. I'm cash pretty app, sure. Yeah. They're paying for email because right. everything that they sign up for goes to their email. So if they're setting up for dating apps or other bad things, you can check his email. Jesus. I've heard of battery percentage. I've never used it, um, but I'm pretty sure it's like the same thing. It tells you what they're spending their battery time on. Okay. Subscriptions will tell you what they're subscribed to right now, and okay. Old. So you've got a chance. So she also says Facebook, Holy Google Activity, cow. TikTok, Watch History. Some people have a fake calculator app that apparently like can store photos in it. Okay. Telegram, LinkedIn, uh, and Pinterest, and then there's one other one that's behind her shoulder, so I can't see. She has like a little list here that's actually yeah uh, written out. Uh, what do you, what do you think about her? First of all, I mean, I, I was surprised about this behavior generally. 
being more from the 20th century than this of a person. I guess it hadn't occurred to me that somebody would rifle through. This is sort of, I think, the electronic equivalent of having a girlfriend basically just act like the FBI uh, at Mar-a-Lago, <laughs> uh, so to speak, and just rifle through your bathroom and find all the classified right. documents. Right. Um, yeah. What, like, So there's that. And what do you think about her list? I think that is an outstanding list with several things okay. that I don't think I would have come up with. But oh, wow. everything she explained there makes a lot of sense. Did um, that make you actually maybe up level her to a nine point five? Is she like kind of intelligent too, or just kind of a killer? Huh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, this is information I, she. I'm still worried about her age, so I. Uh, but uh, I'm pretty sure she's over modulo, I don't think modulo that. Yeah, I don't think that she has a whole. I'm, I'm skeptical that she has. This is like a woman who's a private detective. I'm skeptical that she has this problem in her personal life because I'm not actually because I okay, bet let's, the let's, men. Let's double click on that. I bet the men she's choosing, or the men that people in her cohort, so other women that are of her attractiveness level, are often super, you know, giga chad men that okay um, can pull women like that easily and probably run. Something similar, but on like a much more advanced level than I do, which is, you know, I'll have like a lot of, uh, you know, irons in the fire at the same time, sort of like slowly inching ahead that, you know, may bear fruit at some point. Um, uh, but yeah, like for the people, the type of men she dates, I bet when she goes in there, she just finds like, yeah, like women probably slide into like the men she dates is the DMs and, I'm sure these type of men are typically, <laughs> how to say this politely, I, you know, they're probably himbos, so they're not like super smart. And so okay. you can imagine them just, yeah, like trying to like obfuscate and hide things. But with that list of things that she just provided, like there's nowhere he can hide. <laughs> um, like even the apps that hide stuff she's she's sort of wise to so you would need What's to your... have such operational security to have her not right. not catch you but yeah like basically you would want to have a burner phone that she doesn't know about and lord help you if she finds it so is the standard protocol for somebody who, i mean let's say let's say you're not your goal isn't to maximize the number of uh vulvae your your your, your, body your glands counts. your glands touches per month or whatever let's say your goal is uh -huh. just to have to date to have multiple relationships even in that context does this type of behavior mean that you just can't you you can't let the person have your phone like is this a protocol that, that, that men need to know about or women i mean everybody needs to know about i mean i have long thought that my phone has stuff in it that i think are like at most three out of ten crimes like probably even when I've been okay. in like my very most committed relationships, like I might occasionally flirt with like a coworker or, you know, a former classmate or something. Like I'm not on like Tinder or Bumble, like, you know, trying to find the next person, but okay. I'm sure there would be stuff in there that could be, you know, a two or a three out of 10 crime. And I actually don't think those are worth prosecuting. It's like, look, we're all human here. Like I'm a man. Uh, it's nice to occasionally, uh, innocuously flirt with other people. Uh, but if my partner like found that stuff, she would probably, you know, be quite upset. And so like, there's just no good reason to 
have open phones, but I think a lot of millennials and Gen Zers do have like an open phone policy because there's this like jealousy thing going on. But like the expectation that I never talk to another woman would be wild. Like your wife doesn't expect that of you. And like no partner of mine has ever expected that of me. Like the, well, the, I mean, the problem I, is, should, well, go ahead. Yeah. It should give our listeners some sense of, <clears throat> of uh, my status uh, <clears throat> in the world that, uh, no, my wife doesn't do that. And also, uh, it, I noticed that Trinity here was talking about looking at your Reddit history because there's mm-hmm. stuff you're not supposed to do there. And of course, <laughs> I have I didn't know where I would qualify uh, as somebody with a subreddit uh, with now 26,000 <laughs> subscribers uh, that is a porn subreddit. And by the way, I wanted to mention that, and I don't know if maybe this would actually upstatus me with women, but um, in the last week, my subreddits uh, provided porn views to 246,000 people. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, that's pretty, uh, that's, that's, that's a pretty wide distribution. I think women care about, uh, social network size, right? Maybe they don't care as yeah, much when I it's wonder. just dudes with cocks in their hands. I wonder think of how many yeah. cocks, how much jizz I've produced or helped produce there. It's a lot of jizz. I wonder, we should talk about that offline or can we do a quick back of the envelope here? Okay. So 250,000 views. Is that what it was this week? Yes. Yes. Um, I'm I not mean, sure if I can get a 12 month. Hang on. I might be able to get a 12 month view. A 12 month is uh, 3.5 million. Now, are those. What counts <laughs> as a 12, view? Uh, probably. I'm not sure. So they I could mean, just be passing through while they're browsing a bunch of different porn. But that's right. Surely one out of five of those, you're the final landing place before they come. Oh, I bet it's less than one out of five. I bet it's one out of 30. How many porn? We've discussed okay, well, how many still, porns people cycle through. That's still a hundred thousand. That's true, a hundred thousand, and then each one is like a teaspoon or two. So that's two hundred thousand teaspoons. I'm not sure how many <laughs> cups that is. Two hundred thousand. Let's shoot it to gallons. So that's two hundred and sixty gallons. Two hundred sixty gallons. gallons of semen. That's that's enough to fill a hot tub, like a reasonable medium sized hot tub of semen. Uh, produced while consuming my porn, but I mean, get to get back to Trinity's point here. I mean, does is that a problem if you're generating if you're if you're, uh, or maybe that means that I'm so high status that um, it would depend I can get on the away woman. with that. I th- yeah, it, okay. A reasonable right. woman would be impressed that you had developed a porn empire, uh, but maybe. Trinity might be appalled because Trinity's main value to the world is being a sexual object. Uh, mm. I don't know if that's actually her main value, but I think that's how she like imagines herself. Like she, she knows that like, she's a vixen. That's her like superpower and anything that threatens that, for example, her partner porn watching probably would make her upset, but I don't know. I, I'm, I'm who knows what her opinion is on porn. Watching. Have you, have you, uh, caught anybody or been caught in one of these sort of traps? Like, Hey, I saw this in your messages. I saw you did this. I, I looked at your phone. I, I, I checked your computer i've never uh had this happen i haven't either okay i have pretty good phone security though oh i did have something happen once Hmm. Uh, this was kind of bad it was a little bit sad actually um i sent i was at a museum in europe and uh there's this sculpture i don't remember who it was by but it's of like a a uh a man 
uh, there's it's a nude woman. She's sitting down, and there's a man like on his knees, like basically kissing her feet. He's like he's sort of worshiping her. Okay. And I sent that to someone that I was seeing. Um, but I also sent it to someone that I would, you know, that I was into. Okay. And um, that <laughs> this is so embarrassing. That person that I was into was actually catfishing me, and uh, it, it turned into like a long um, sort of saga. But the person that I was seeing helped me find out that this other person was catfishing me. Um, but in the, in the course of finding that out, she saw her Instagram and sorry, her their Instagram. Let's let's be honest here. The catfisher's Instagram. Okay. Yes, and the catfisher's Instagram had the same picture that I had sent. Person from exactly seeing. the same angle it was it was it was obviously it was obvious okay and she was pretty hurt by that i think that was a very reasonable thing to be hurt by because like it was sort of a grand romantic gesture and then she finds out that i'm like shotgunning that out to a bunch of people like it was pretty <laughs> shit it was pretty <laughs> shitty of me um it was lame i felt badly and i should have felt badly because it was lame it's funny too i mean it's funny in that like well I mean, it, it's happens, a good right? story now but like Ugh. Well, it's a question of whether something's representative of the person or unusual for the person. To the extent it's unusual, give you the benefit of the doubt there. It's just kind of, you know, it's funny. It's like, yeah, look, people people make mistakes. Right. Well, and at the time that I was seeing that person, I, uh, you know, we'd been on like six or seven dates. You know, it wasn't like, you know, we were three years into a relationship. So it wasn't like, yeah, I was like cheating on her or whatever. It was that. At the time, I didn't know if we were going to become a thing or not. We ended up, but you know, I was hedging my bets at the time. <laughs> yeah, your, your story sounds unfortunately a catfish. Your story sounds more like, say, saying the name wrong name during sex. Sure, like maybe saying the name of your ex, and you're like, yeah. oh crap, and it's like it's like just this ingrained behavior. It's a little, mm-hmm. maybe it's a little worse than that because you you didn't accidentally send the message to <laughs> right. the other person. Right, right. But it's it's more like that. But it's not. This isn't like getting discovered in some web of deceit. Yeah, having uh, an affair or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But you would, but but to be clear, you would not let somebody in a dating setting use your phone for anything more than absolutely transitory purposes, correct? Yeah, I mean, no, meaning I if somebody said, "Hey, I want to, I just need to make a call," or I need, but you'd be really suspicious of it immediately, right? Because of this kind of stuff. Yes, I don't think that asking anybody to use their cell phone is is reasonable, actually. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. But I'm very, I really, I really don't like, I don't like it when people are like over my shoulder while I'm using my computer or my phone, even it just, sure. It feels like I'm being surveilled. I don't like it. Well, sure. It's like, uh, the time, uh, you know, people. So apparently there's this thing where people don't use their work laptops, you know, the laptop issued to you by a job (laughs) to watch porn. Have I told you this? I know, yeah, and I know that you've watched so much porn on your work laptop that you know. Oh my lord, my laptop's just like it's. <laughs> it's, it's I don't know. I'm not even trying to characterize it. Uh, even when logged into the company's network, like I just don't think this is a thing that companies really can I track or do anything about. That's not true. I think that financial companies sometimes do surveil all outbound traffic, and yeah. they block certain sites and. I bet there are companies more in the past than now. I bet there are companies that if they were, if they saw that employees were using their laptops for porn a lot would say something. Now, I bet they don't because it would, 
it might even be like something you could sue the company for. It's like, oh, you know, I'm just meeting my biological needs, you know, like, I, I don't know. Or what if I was watching trans porn? Or right. Yeah. Yeah. They just don't want the, the smoke of the possible liability right. of shaming if I were, you if for, I, for being horny. Yeah. If I were the HR department, I would definitely, or whatever department that would be, I would definitely take a don't ask, don't tell policy unless it becomes an issue. But anyway, so I definitely had the experience of taking it. My laptop had a problem and I took it to the help desk when, when people <laughs> used to go to offices. Did you and have tabs open? No, no, no. But the person okay, started, but in Chrome or like a typical browser, when you start typing the URL in the oh, URL yeah. bar, it, oh, it, it autocompletes. Mm-hmm. And I think that he was going to a URL that started with like PO <laughs> and it was just, and, and the thing is it popped up like, and, and, and he, he was like, like 72 Pornhub yeah, suggestions. It was enough. <laughs> and he said something like this happens all the time. And it was, yeah, it was because the company had like an internal website that was PO something. And it's right. just, yeah, he's like, he, I think he said something like they should really rename that. But it was just, you know, and I think that's the right way to deal with stuff like that unless it becomes an issue. But sure, I mean, when I've had to return a laptop, <laughs> I always, you know, remove all, all the data because, yeah, there is this concern. Oh, yeah. And I can see how in a dating environment, it might be complicated to give your phone to somebody because I had never considered before hearing Trinity's list just how much, because I mean, that means that just while you're in the bathroom or something, she could get a lot of data out of there. She could exfiltrate a lot of data. There's a thing I don't like. So uh, are you aware? You're probably not aware of this. Um, oftentimes, if you meet a girl and uh, she, you ask her for her number, she'll be like, oh, yeah, give me your phone. And then she'll like add mm. herself on your Instagram. You know, and it's supposed mm. to be like sort of shortcutting, you know, like her needing to tell me the number or whatever. She, but it's, it's sort of like a thing that, that Gen Z does. But even to add somebody on Instagram, you go to like the ad page and there's a search bar and some suggestions. And the suggestions for me are all like, you know, like young women in bikinis because that's <laughs> like Instagram knows I like that content. So, you know, it's, it's right. trying to increase engagement. And so like even that is sort of awkward. Um, it's surprising they don't have some sort of QR code thing. They probably do. It's just people don't use it. They do. Like, it's just not You can done. aim your camera. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's a good sign that like I have attractive young women in my search thing, and it, it implies I'm virile or or uh, into sex or something. Although women probably don't want that. I don't know. I think it's, it's not probably necessarily a neutral, neutral sign. Yeah, I agree. It's not necessarily negative. If you got like some German scheisse porn or something, yeah, in your, sure. In your list. Yeah. If the, yeah. I'm surprised. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Should we move on to some of our topics yes. here? All right. This person says, my fiance rubs my dick for no reason. We, a 35-year-old male and 33-year-old female, have a great open and communicative sex life, but she does something that confuses me. If we're laying in bed, she'll reach over and fondle me. She likes to tease me and just play with it. Often, this will get me going, and I'll either fondle her as well or jump on top of her and start sex. Might be saying, what's the problem? Occasionally, when we finish, she'll make a comment that she didn't actually want to have sex and wasn't trying to initiate. She's okay that we ended up having sex, but it wasn't really her goal. I've pressed and asked her if she's okay with telling me no, and she insists she's fine, but that she's only rubbing me to tease and because she knows it feels good. I guess I'm just confused because she has to know I'm going to escalate, right? I'm thinking she just likes playing innocent and has reasons for not telling me why. Uh, the reason why I brought this up is I had a therapist once who suggested, uh, so uh, me, my partner and I at the time had sort of a 
dead bedroom situation. And the therapist suggested that all sexual contact doesn't have to like lead to sex. And, you know, we can just like get naked to each other and explore what it feels like to, to touch each other. And if we get aroused, then, you know, maybe it can lead to sex, but it doesn't have to. And I always thought that was like a really weird suggestion from the therapist. Like, what percentage of sexual encounters for married couples do you think don't end in the man orgasming or like or like don't have the expectation that they're going to end in the man orgasming? Almost, almost none don't. Have Sorry, the there was like a double. There's like a double. Yeah, yeah. There. But yeah, like the expectation yeah. is that like most physical encounters are going to lead to the man orgasming. Like there isn't the thing that teenagers have where it's like, oh, we're just going to make out for hours on end and you know maybe grind against each other a bit. But you know, if an or- orgasms aren't likely. Yeah, there's something weird about that advice to me in that it feels. Well, here's what it feels like. It feels to me like, uh, you know, like you're you're on an NFL team and you have an, a little bit of an unusual situation. You're on the offense and the offensive coordinator comes out and gives you a defensive play, right? It's like they're giving you a play from, I think, like the wrong playbook. This sounds like something right. that would be advised to a woman. And the reason why is because women often are more interested in just intimacy, kind of, yeah, intimacy, bonding, this kind of stuff. But so so for a woman who is kind of avoidant, dead bedroomy or whatever it it makes some sense to me that a therapist might say okay look you could get some benefit out of just having the intimacy from it but for a guy i don't think that's going to be a good solution i think that a guy like do you i mean do you have much interest in a platonic way in hanging out with women's bodies if you aren't allowed to enjoy get any sexual enjoyment from it, I mean, just I, from a guy's perspective, I, I'm not that interested in intimacy and like closeness with somebody that I've never been with. Sure, yeah, but that's but but that's because you're going to fantasize about them later. Like you're yeah. getting you have prurient. Uh, let's let's say that I turned I'm, off your sex drive so you couldn't get anything out of it for some reason, or maybe let's let's make them some ethnicity you're just not attracted to, or something like that. Yeah. There's something about them. Y- yeah, you're just going to be like, this is repulsive or annoying. Annoying no, is probably the right word. I think it would be something like um, giving someone a back massage. It's like almost a little bit of a chore. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's right. So it's yeah, and, and I mean to some extent. So so it's so it actually calls to my mind, like what would, I don't think that's the right advice for a therapist to give a guy. I'm not sure actually what, uh, obviously I, what you would probably say if there's some advice you thought was, was useful. I, I think the main advice you think is useful is to find a new, a novel female partner, <laughs> right? <laughs> that to is sort of pretty rekindle. reliably arousing. Yes. Right. But I, it, I, it strikes me that you probably don't actually have any sort of actual advice for a guy in that situation, a, a guy who's perpetrating or the cause of a dead bedroom. Like no, much... I, I don't. <laughs> I mean, try new stuff. I think novelty is the thing. But the, right. the, the reason why the uh, passion fades or whatever is usually because the novelty fades, or at least in my experience. Yeah. I mean, sitting around naked together seems like it could actually exacerbate the problem. For, from the for when it's a guy, I I, yeah. I could imagine it being it's helpful too available. It's the woman, right, right, uh, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah. This is this is sort of the point. Is I actually could see it being better. Like my advice might be something more like, "Hey, don't ever be naked together." Yeah, like the, to the woman, like close the door when you shower. Like make right. sure you you know where where don't go around the house naked. Go around with like a bikini on, and yes. it's not it's yeah it's because. 
yeah, men fantasize about what they can't see. Like whatever yes. you cover, men are going to fantasize about, even There's if it's a, kind of stupid. I think maybe the world's most famous therapist right now is this woman named Esther Perel. And she has a book called Mating in Captivity. And then she had a later book that was... Anyway, she talks a lot about like uh, keeping mystery in your relationship and not making everything as open and that kind of stuff. So yeah, she would agree with you here. Uh, I wanted This is the conversation I wanted to have based on this thread, but do you have any mm-hmm. speculation as to why this woman might be grabbing his dick without the intention of it leading to a sexual encounter? Well, aside from the guess that it just she just wants intimacy, she wants like emotional or like bonding, but she doesn't want to have sex. I'm not, I mean, it's a... <laughs> I'm I'm not sure. It's it's it seems like she, I I think sometimes people have difficulty understanding what's happening in a situation, and so mm-hmm. she may just not understand sexual situations that yeah. well, or the male role in sexual situations. So what what's what sort of in, makes the situation interesting to men? And I think it's better for women to achieve an understanding of that. That like yeah, I mean it's 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 fine. It's just he's going to want a nut. Yeah, like she's trying to initiate some sort of like intimate contact. And he's reading it as sexual contact. And well, to the man, there, well, to the man, well, yes, objectively it is. To the man, there's not much difference, period. But to a woman, I think there, there, there is. But yeah, I mean, there's another thing I would, I would wonder, which is, is there something about what's happening there that she doesn't like? So um, I, I think that it's useful in a relationship for there to be a low touch way for the guy to get his nut, like a, a way that doesn't require you know her to do yeah, that all the much. effort yeah 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 like i and i actually think it's an off-ramp that men now okay admittedly depending on this the duration and strength of your relationship it might be embarrassing to just you know the, the first thir- three or five or ten or whatever sexual encounters you have with a new girlfriend you probably don't want to say hey uh this time i'm gonna make it easy on you and i'm gonna go beat off into the toilet or something you don't want to be right. doing that right. and maybe that's not your move of choice but I think at some point it is useful to have some kind of off ramp like that. So the woman realizes that she, so the man can play a role here in helping her realize that she can get you aroused and you don't have to, she doesn't have to have a penis inserted in her. Right. And yeah. as a guy, it behooves you to do that because then you're going to get more sex. Yeah. Yeah. That all makes sense. All right, let's move on. And it, um, behooves, this- the, it behooves the woman to be cool with that. If women are like, oh no, I, that's so embarrassing. Why are you beating off? It's like, well, yeah, that's sort of a separate topic, right? Yeah. Okay. Right. This person says, my girlfriend will talk on the phone during sex. Recently, as we have been more comfortable with sex and it's been more routine, my girlfriend has taken to answering certain calls she gets while we have sex. Just certain calls. Just last night, her sister called her and maybe it was the position doggy, but she's like, oh, it's my sister and starts chit chatting with her. So I slow down my action since I figure, you know, she's on the phone. I do admit in a weird way, it was a little exciting. After she hung up, we finished. Well, he finished. So is this completely weird that she does this? Could this mean sex is getting boring to her? It's not so much interfering with sex yet, but I don't know. I'm 23 and she's 21, by the way. The number one comment is, have your phone with you next time and call her yourself during the act. I thought that was funny. Uh, This can't be a good sign, right? Well, there is a subreddit for this, you know. Yeah, what, what bored and ignored. Yes, the bored yeah. and ignored subreddit. And so there's, I mean, okay, it's probably it's probably not a good sign. But I mean, on the other hand, it's worth noting that the male is the more active participant. 
And so, it, uh, I mean, there's a psychological state that women can have fun in where they are participating and sort of feeling like, oh, he's doing this to me. He's, I'm arousing him, whatever, however you think of, about it. But it doesn't always, yeah, you can, I think it's common for women not to be in that state. And so I that's mean, sort of how are they going to play act? Let's say they're really leaning into this. You know, they have like a book next to the bedside table that they pick up or, you know, get their laptop out to do some work. Like, are they wet in this situation? I don't think so. I mean, I hear one of the top things on board and ignored right now is uh, called, what's the title? Coming on my wife while she's working on her laptop. And it's precisely that. She's just working on her laptop and then he is going to put a bunch of nut on her hand. I mean, that makes it harder for her to do does her it, work. It doesn't get on her keyboard? <laughs> I'm always concerned about the <laughs> the device. No, no, they, they, they sort of carefully do it. Here's a woman, another one that says it's called texting a friend at the same time. She's just beating him off while she has her phone. Her phone's in her left hand. His cock is in her right hand. It must be actually hard to text with one hand and jerk off someone with your right hand. Although, yeah, it's like, it's like patting yeah. your stomach and doing circles on your head at the same time. You know, it's doable. Well, when you think tricky. about it... Men do that all the time when they're beating off, right? Because you, you control the computer while beating off. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think it, they're sort of discrete things. You know, I move the mouse a bit, click a couple times, and then stroke, move and stroke, move and stroke. Here's a woman who looks suspiciously like Trinity from early in the show, earlier, uh, sucking on a, the head of a guy's cock while reading her phone. I don't know. Nick, I mean, it's a, it's, it's a fetish. I'm excited to explore Trinity's oeuvre later <laughs> it gets it's repetitive again assuming she's over 18 yeah okay <laughs> really worried uh, she, about this we might have to i'm sure she has only show. fans yeah <laughs> i'm sure she has an only fans you can uh, check out I'm, I'm sure she's 18 yeah um here trying to lift weights and my boyfriend came all over my face now that's just rude this woman has their, their she's in her their home gym and she's uh -huh. sort of She's she's doing kind of bench press with some dumbbells, and he just jizzes all over her face. And the problem is, I mean, she has to put down the dumbbells to clean her face. So, yeah, this is definitely a a, a thing. Huh. I don't know if that's what's going on in this uh, particular relationship. I mean, could this be a fetish for the woman? Is there any way that this could be, like, more arousing to her? Uh, whenever I see this, the woman, yeah, she looks bored. She doesn't look, like, maximally aroused. I, well, in the in the in the subreddit, I think it's a fetish that they're kind of playing into, just like there's cuck fetish. They're meant to be and, bored. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, but but I think this woman who's taking a phone call, I think that I think that understanding the emotional tone of sex for for men can be complicated for women. Like you can, they don't, they don't. I think it can be complicated for women to understand the level to which uh, men take that act very seriously. It's like, it's like how serious men are about like repairing their car or something. <laughs> you know? Yeah. They don't, they don't want you like, you know, just fool. This is, this is important stuff going on here. Don't fool around. Right. You know? <laughs> right. Um, all right. I think we've, all right, let's move on. Uh, this person asks, we've talked about this before. Let me see. What did I write down on my note here? Oh, okay. Yes. All right. What do I do after I finish giving head? What should I do after I finish giving a blowjob? Every time I give head, I swallow it because I know that guys like that and I enjoy making the guys I suck off feel good. Okay, so far so good. Sometimes I want to kiss them because I like them, but they always say, I'm not kissing you after I just nutted in your mouth. Okay, so far I'm on board here. And it just makes me feel so awkward and used, especially when they sometimes even tell me to swallow. 
sometimes tell you I mean, it's sort of her call anyway how do i deal with this it's not like i can make him uncome in my mouth lol I like that verb uncome like do i just go to the bathroom and wash my mouth and then come back to kiss him or what it just feels so weird so we've discussed this before and in the context of yeah like i can understand the woman feeling sort of used um but the first comment is guy here no kiss no blowjob simple as that uh, you should feel comfortable and he should feel comfortable with you kissing him after a blowjob. And then somebody else goes, I'm not a guy, but I agree with this rule. My boyfriend lets me kiss him after a blowjob. It's from his body. So what makes the difference? Especially if you swallowed it. Not like it's all over your face. Uh, what's wrong with this? Men, don't they like real sex? One shouldn't give a damn even when she has it all over her face. Um, anyway, I was shocked at these responses. Like These all have uh, thousands of upvotes. Uh, hmm. A little uh, pandering there, I think. Yeah, maybe. We, we definitely had this this general topic recently. I mean, the, the yeah, because like, I remember saying that um, uh, that women should <laughs> women should lean into the more submissive role of like, look, he's done this thing to you, and now you're sort of fouled for a while, and women can like sort of get into that. It's it, it's a little uh, it's it's a little sexual in that there's like sort of the role, the the exaggeration right. of the roles. But yeah, I mean. The notion that somebody would say that a man say would take the position that uh, what does he want? He wants, I guess, he's imagining that he the the man would lick the semen off of her face. I, I, I guess that's I just, where that's going. I just can't imagine. I, I think it's normal for men not to want to interact with their own semen, especially after they've just produced it. Which, unfortunately, yes. paradoxical, paradoxically, is the only time the opportunity to interact with it exists. Okay, there's a, there was a subreddit for this called Cum Kiss. Oh, it got Jesus. banned though, thank thankfully. Thankfully. Um, thank God. That's going to be snowballing, right? <laughs> um, and you know, you think to yourself, "Oh, it's going to be two, it's going to be an MFF scenario where oh. uh, the semen is moving between two no. women." Snowballing by the way got banned. Slash R slash snowballing got banned a year ago. Why? What's wrong with snowballing? Um, I mean, I what happens it is repulsive, it's, but it's because the subreddits were unmoderated. Mm. Uh, yeah. Um, so yes, which which itself is odd. I guess fewer and fewer people want to moderate uh, sex subreddits, uh, porn subreddits these days. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you can find here. porn. Yeah, I'm here. You can find porn where people do this activity. It's kind of rare, though, and I think that I I, I don't. That's I because never no men to a guy. want to see it, and most porn is made for men. Right, and it's it's rare. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and, and I can understand a woman's perspective. I mean, it, it, uh, women I, I have actually, this is a good question for you. Have you ever encountered a woman who was reluctant after your penis had been in her vagina to have it put in her mouth? Like, oh, I don't want to taste my own fluids, whether or not you'd come. Let's see. You I, hadn't. I think once, but it's like a shadow of a memory. I, I'm not sure. Right. So in that's general, unusual, right? In general, like women are totally fine with it. Although to be fair, I think the right analogy there is something like, if you've been doing PIV sex, let's say there's no condom or lube involved, and then she wants you to give her oral sex, but you have not ejaculated. Like, yeah. I think most guys wouldn't care because they're still aroused and there's not a whole yeah. lot of male fluid down there. Yeah, I'm fine with that. So there's yeah, some I sort of phase transition that happens here. Men don't have vaginas, so there isn't a perfect analogy here, but it would be like yeah, tasting your own sweat or something. It's it's fine. Right. Right. So there's yeah, there's some there's there's some difference that happens when the 
fluid is exchanged and women should, women should, uh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I don't know. It's interesting that it's pretty monolithic. Very, very, very few men are into cum kissing. Do you think that gay men are more into cum kissing? Well, I mean, we've discussed this before. I, I suspect that the Have second, that the, I suspect that the first guy to come in a gay couple, let's say that you're give, giving each other, mutually giving each other blowjobs. Like my guess is the, the, that you'd rather be the second guy to come because the first guy to come now has to interact with the other guy's penis after having come. And it's kind of a chore. <laughs> okay. So there's right. Whereas if you're the second one that comes, theory. you're still kind of, yeah, you're still kind of excited. You might be beating off or whatever while, while, while yeah. giving oral to the other guy. Um, I, I don't know. Okay. I've actually never had a conversation with a gay man about this. Uh, I'm not sure I'd want sh- to. But. Do you share my surprise that it, there's 3.8 thousand upvotes for the guy that says guy here, no kiss, no blowjob, simple as that. Like this implies there's this whole cohort of people out there that think that men should be absolutely fine kissing their partner after he comes in their mouth. And I don't think, I mean, look, maybe I'm closed minded and I'm selfish and whatever, but I think that most men would not yeah. be into this. And so I'm just a little bit surprised by the, uh, you know, almost shaming of men who are like that. I think, yeah, I mean, I, there, do, there does seem to be a culture of people wanting to vigorously defend whatever, attack the status quo, attack what's viewed as kind of like the, 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 yeah, the status quo, what, what the, the the received wisdom about this sort of stuff. And so I'm sort of imagining it's coming from that. It's basically people want to, they say, look, you know, here's, it could, it, it could be better uh, if this happened. It's a little bit like you trying to crusade on a one man crusade for women not to have to swallow, swallow jizz to some extent. And I mean, it's because you think you're somehow helping women, but actually you're hurting them. You're hurting women, Keith. And the reason why is because you're, uh, you're encouraging, you're, you're discouraging functional relationships because the, because them doing this act is part of what makes them happy by putting them into a more fun. They can like it to, they can like it directly, but also it helps them be more functional relationships. So, so yeah. So saying like, Oh, men are so weird for having this feeling. It's like, okay. But if, if every time a man had to have sex with a, had a sex with a woman, he had to say, take a straw and suck out his semen. Yeah. There, there would be no, there'd be no children. Right. It would be really hard. Yeah, there would well not, and there wouldn't just be no children because the semen had all been sucked out of no, the vagina. I understand That's what you're saying. I meant. I, I meant because guys would just be like, "Look, I just don't want to do this." Yeah, I'd rather and masturbate. So right, and frankly, and by the way, that's like what's happening is the the rate. Uh, Keith's personal experience, notwithstanding, the rate of men <laughs> being interested in uh, dating and having sex is declining. Yeah. Yeah, the, the the second most popular comment is what you just said. Does he kiss you after he's been down on you? If he does, reject him in the same way. Like that's just not the right analogy. Um, I understand if, why it feels like a checkmate. You know, like it feels like a uh, what what do you call it? A burn. Um, yeah, but it's just not. Yeah, you're not owning anything by by making that comment. So anyway, the, all right. yeah, maybe, maybe, hang on. I want to say one more thing. Maybe the it. right analogy it would be since, uh, oh, oh, and I wanted to, by the way, by the way, let me, I just, there's something I want to do here Okay. Uh, because our, our podcast got some new reviews. This is probably the right time in the podcast to read them anyway. <laughs> um, I wondered if you were going to bring these up. So yeah, I forgot about that. So 
if if as these review at least one of these reviewers claim when a woman squirts it's not urine then maybe i assume the women would be fine with the man sort of catching that squirt in his mouth and then transferring it back to the woman's mouth because of course she doesn't want to she doesn't mind consuming it because it's not urine um of course it okay. is urine so she, you gotta you know, read the comment okay analogy. all right okay. for our newer listeners uh mike and i both strongly feel that squirt is 99.999% urine and that people that claim it is some other mysterious fluid are obviously wrong. They have done MRIs and CAT scans on the human body. We can see <laughs> there is not a reservoir that holds another fluid. And you can also do tests on the squirt itself and it is urine. And so anyway, this reviewer said. Yeah. So I want to say that yeah, since these reviewers reviewed it, we've got a few I think five-star reviews are generally our reviews are pretty positive. 4.6 out of five. That's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but, but like many podcasts or like some contra- <laughs> somewhat controversial podcasts, our podcast has very few two, three, and four-star reviews, a lot of right. five-star and a few one-star. Okay. Correct. So these recent ones are one-star reviews. This is a person named Ben Sani. Okay. Who, the title of the review is mansplaining central, which actually I, <laughs> I agree with that for the most part, yes. although we do have Guilty female guests, and we, but we do have female guests and we do not. It's not like we've had women come on and just dress us down and point by point refute what we say. Actually, we tend to have women on that are pretty smart and then they agree uh, with us. Agree with us. So yeah, it's almost disappointing. It's like we we're we're ready. We you know we've girded our our yeah. But so if someone wants if some woman wants to come on the podcast and and just show us where we're wrong, like bring it on. I just don't yeah think that's very likely. We're interested in good faith debate. Yeah, or bad faith even if they if they just have things we can make fun of. But okay, so this person says, (laughs) let's start with the episode around squirting and normal female orgasms. I'm not sure which episode. Yeah. It becomes very clear. Yeah. It becomes very clear very quickly that neither of the hosts has had a wide range of sexual experiences. Oh, obviously they've never seen my, my spreadsheet. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It's frustrating to listen to them try to disprove that squirting is anything other than peeing or that a woman can have waves of building orgasms. It is clear that neither one of them have been part of an experience where their partner is moving in deep pleasure without feeling judgment or shame. Hmm. This is understandable considering the sex negative attitudes of the host. <laughs> I, I assume they mean Keith. Well, any type of sex that they have not experienced, that is. Also, using an image of this, this is a reasonable critique. Using an image of two women for their podcast when it's actually two guys is pretty misleading. Well, I mean, it's meant how do to be you... misleading. We're, we're trying to get listeners. And if we had yeah. two pictures of, of two middle-aged men, uh, I don't think that would be as enticing. Well, how do you know it's not us? I think that's sort of uh, transphobic oh, that's to say that those pictures aren't us. Okay. Then they say that being <laughs> Great said, point. this is in a one-star review. They admit that there's a nice rice rhythm to our banter as long as you don't listen to what they are saying. <laughs> um, do you have any comments on that review other than what you've said so far? I like that they think we have a nice rhythm. I agree with them on that particular yeah, topic. You should. I do think that the most common critique we get is that we're ignorant and that we think we're not ignorant. We think we're enlightened. I just, I think that it is true that we think we're enlightened, but I think it is not true that we are not interested in having conversations and exploring the topics. We we do go against some of the, you know, I guess woke status quo as we just got done talking about, but I don't think we're closed-minded to various critiques of us. In fact, we enjoy listening to well-formed critiques of us or well-formed arguments that go against things we think. And I 
feel like we like the whole point of this podcast is to talk about it and explore it and try to you know steel man our positions and i think we do a pretty good job of it and i think a lot of people find it insulting because instead of having like a actual defense against the things we're saying it's easier to just say that we're mansplaining and saying that we've never had sex and you know that kind of stuff (laughs) (laughs) the uh the I think one of the tests of whether somebody's of, of some of the things this person said about us is whether people change their views when confronted with contrary evidence. And there have been some things where our views have shifted over the years, mm-hmm. um, or at least we at least we platform alternate stuff. I don't think there's anything one of these people could be told that would convince them that squirt is urine and squirt is urine. So yeah, it's really tricky um, because the example they bring up is something that they are demonstrably, objectively wrong about. It's so the stupidest it, example. It sort of calls into question their their entire critique. Right. It's like, oh, these men are so dumb, they think this, and this is true. <laughs> so it's a little hard to take the critique seriously. But uh, you know, in general, I know we say things that are, you know, sort of counter to the way that the culture is moving these days but i think we try to explore things fully and and again we love having guests on anyone who wants to come on and talk to us we'll be nice we'll have like civil debate um we, we have our opinions and we'll express them but you know if you're so positive you're right and you're so outraged by what we're saying like come on come on come on the show yeah i mean we would even i would i guess i'd be willing to fund somebody squirting and then have it tested Oh yeah, I know we what, could have I, them. I know what the test will come back with, but you know. we could have them pee in a bucket and then um, squirt in a bucket, and then we can, you know, do double blind tests to see if they can tell the difference between which is which. Right. The important thing is that it be in a bucket, uh, not in not in a pipette or a test tube. It's got to be in a bucket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just like yeah. the idea of someone squirting into like a Home Depot bucket. Okay, let me let me read the second one real quick. Okay. Okay. I have listened to multiple episodes of this podcast, including some of the oh. first ones published. Thank and you. And they are all the same. Mm. It is just two horny, uninformed, <laughs> uneducated, disrespectful men. Each episode was the same. There should be two men reading off questions they received about sex. That's okay. With each question, the two men would dissect the question and belittle the one who asked the question. Rarely would they get to the point of answering the actual question. Their insights consist... <laughs> <laughs> of their massive experience with pornography, their ample experience <laughs> masturbating, and the experience they've had with sex. This is a one-star review, by the way. <laughs> Multiple times each episode, women are disrespected by being called ugly, being put down, and being so-called the lesser sex. I've definitely never said oh, that. Yeah, I don't think Even though I do, I, I do think that, but I haven't said it. Right. The men do not know. Well, I don't know what lesser means. The men do not know their anatomy, psychology, sociology, or any other ology for that matter. We've been complimented. We've been complimented by doctors for the accuracy in our anatomy. They they don't know their religions. Oh, it is the next. Okay, they don't know their religions or what they believe. This podcast is a joke. If Mm. this might be the same person, because then they said, if I were to say one good thing about this podcast, is that it is diverse and we'll talk about all sexuality. So this feels sort of formulaic, like they say a bunch of negative stuff. Um, So the thing about on the on the horny and uninformed, uneducated, disrespectful men. I think uh-huh. that our level of porn, masturbating, and horniness, I'm uh-huh. sorry to tell you, is pretty average. Yeah. It's pretty average. I think so that's to right. The extent, that, the extent women think, oh, all these other men aren't this way, and some aren't. Some are going to be 
there's a spectrum. Yeah, some people are like Ned Flanders, right? Yeah, but to the extent that they think that like we're way at one end of the bell curve, yeah, you're wrong. And so like you're <laughs> you must live in a really weird world because like dudes, the average dude is beating off a lot. Yeah. A lot and using a lot of porn. I mean, just look at the stats for Pornhub or any of these sites. Uh, they're consistently uh, some of the top sites on the internet, et cetera. So it's just not, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what do they say? We're, we're ignorant? Was that was that in there? Yeah, yeah. Yes. And we Uneducated. don't know any, yeah, we don't know any ologies. Oh. That's just, and we have ample experience with masturbating. <laughs> that's true. Uh, that's, that's a, that's a fair fair criticism it or fair true. accusation yeah, yeah <laughs> anyway yeah no yeah. it's not they're not totally wrong in the things they say but uh it's too bad that people get triggered like that so yeah i don't really know how to respond to stuff like that like surely if if those reviewers or reviewer hear us doing this it we're verifying in their minds what they wrote right like we 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 read a thing off and then we belittle the person <laughs> Uh, but I, I, I guess it's belittling. I mostly feel sorry. I feel sorry for people who it's ironic because the zeitgeist of the, the moment right now in our culture is that everybody, they're, they're these people who view other people as closed minded, mm-hmm. but they themselves are closed minded. There's this thing going on in our culture when, when, when people call somebody a name, it's cause they're, it's like, maybe it's always been that way. They, they themselves, that, that name typically fits them themselves. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, we're aware of many different things sexually, but but we're, we're mostly dealing with facts here and not not just random musings. We're not being closed minded. Or at least we're absolutely trying to. And if somebody thinks they can come and demonstrate to us how we're, where we're ignoring facts, please show us like we are interested in, you know, well-formed uh, counter arguments to the things we espouse here. Uh, right. But but yeah, lobbying ad hominem attacks is not. Uh, a demonstration that we're wrong. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think we're going to get much debate. We uh, these these are these sniff smell. They have the smell, the odor of criticisms from people uh, enmeshed in the taboo culture of wokeism. So I don't think we're yeah. going to get much uh, much much opportunity to debate these folks. They would just shout us down and and yeah. yell. All right. Well, this is as good a time as any to uh, remind people that they can send us feedback or questions to ymmvpod at gmail dot com. And yes, if you uh, would like you can review us on what is it called apple music is that the or apple podcast it's just the podcast app and, and also okay. we yeah we have reviews on spotify Everything. we have a lot spotify. we have around the same number of followers on spotify and apple so i guess people are equally likely and then there's a bunch of other ones that people use yeah. podcast yeah. and stuff. Um, we pay ten dollars for any feedback so just give us your paypal or cash app or whatever and if you ask us a question let us know if you don't That'll do it for this episode of Your Mileage May Vary. We appreciate your time, and we'll catch you next week. No.